Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. Yippee. Hey, the last day or two in the NBA world have been uh been been kind of crazy, man. How's everybody doing? I'm great, man. I'm, <laughs> it's uh so definitely a roller coaster going on in the NBA. I don't really know what's going on, but other than that, I'm good, bro. I respect that. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I seen my big fella winning some big money yesterday, though. Mm. I know. KB said go get some off-whites, and I actually went and looked. No. <laughs> in cannot... my size, they're still like 1300 1400 Wait, what What off-whites are you looking at, though? All of them, damn near. 13 I find that hard to believe. You're, you're, you're looking at the expensive. wrong spots. You're looking at the wrong spots if you're paying 1300 for all of them. Which That's ones? Which ones are for you? Which ones do you enjoy? Like I was looking at the off white. I even looked at the like the ninety sevens. I looked at um some of the Jordan fives. Okay. Like, all of them was just like the Jordan five shouldn't be thirteen hundred. They shouldn't be. Which one you want? The black or the white joints? He gotta go beige if he's trying to save money. The uh... yeah, even like even like these uh, off white Air Jordan fives, the retros, the Muslims one, they're eleven hundred. What size do you wear? A 14. Bro, what? I, okay, let's talk afterwards about you finding <laughs> sneakers because you're looking at the wrong site if you're looking at 13, 1400. <laughs> I was looking at GOAT. I don't know, bro, because I'm looking at these off white fives in your size. I mean, I don't know, bro. I don't know. Anyway, P, how you doing? I'm good, bro. I'm excelente. Um, I see you with the call game hoodie. I see you, feel you me? with the highlights hoodie. I uh, see, Derek. You're the only one that ain't got some shit on that ain't. I don't know what that is. That's oh, Freddy Cougar. Nah, that's that's his brand, Freddie Cougar brand. Yeah, <laughs> he that's he a, owned the rights to that. Soon. Yeah, yeah, I'm All good. Right. Cool. Hey, I got the comments though. Comments of the day, and first one we gonna start off because I just thought it was funny. I don't know if y'all have seen it yet, but uh, J Dogs J Dog Smith plays says next cut. Next podcast, you guys need to talk about the Knicks Fan 63 account on Twitter. Have y'all seen that account? No. The fake burner? Yeah, it's the Alfred Payton burner. Bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> bro, it's just funny. I don't know who the hell would make that account. It might be Alfred Payton at this point, but that's no, 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 no. Let me tell you something. It what? is a thing on NBA Twitter right now to make fake, fake burner accounts where they're faking like a burner account of Alfred Payton or they're faking like a burner account of James Dolan. That is a real thing now. People are fucking bored out there in the NBA world, and they're willing to try to make it look like – like, you remember that KCP one? Yeah. That's not him. That's somebody <laughs> else on NBA Twitter that's faking like a burn of KCP. It ha- it's happening, and it doesn't make sense. People are just bored. Yeah. I think that I think that shit's hilarious. I damn near wanted to follow the account. Uh, I, <laughs> I thought him as a fool. <laughs> <laughs> um, next one comes from C. Duff, who says, classic through the wire moment. When they try to convince us that Mike was kicked off the podcast, and I was, did we ever, did that ever that happen? Me. That was Derek. Yeah, that was Derek. Yeah, we, we was, kicked Derek off. I know there was a time where, like, y'all was telling him that I didn't resign or something because I, oh, I was yeah. like on vacation yeah. or something. No, no, no. What had happened was um, we did it twice, actually. You remember we did that that live stream of free agency and you got here late. We had fired it up and they were like, where's Mike? And we were like, Mike didn't Mike didn't resign or yada yada, but you were basically just sitting behind the camera when you got here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it was one more. It was the it was the first episode of the year. I'm pretty sure. 
and that's like that's like contract time and you were on vacation or something like that yeah it's like yeah it's just through the wires three now and we didn't even break the joke until like next episode you was just there <laughs> yeah that was a classic that was, that was a bad day. they were just yeah. tweeting tweeting because yeah. <laughs> you know what people showed they had um the, the other three took the bag over friendship you know shit like that <laughs> was in my comment section i'm like bro relax relax oh man but uh, hey, if you didn't want to resign we will resign without you i'm just letting you know that's good to know that's okay. good to know. Yep. that's the worst comment he this is from Devonte jenkins he says false <laughs> I'm, t- I'm thinking he's talking about you, P. He says false. Bam did it in high school. You need to watch the tape. And he talking about that playmaker because he was mm. like, because you were saying nobody's seen the playmaker coming when he was at Kentucky. Is this the same dude that got the comment like two weeks ago? Devontae Jenkins? I don't think so. Because then P said he he sound like like his name sound like something, right? Or was it somebody that else? Not oh, okay. All right. I'm not paying attention to shit. It's always a person that's trying to go against some shit. Fuck out of here. That's why it was the worst comment. I Shout out that. to Devontae Jenkins, I oh. guess. All right, let's talk about this all-star stuff. All right, it got confirmed. Um, NBA fans are kind of excited because all-star game is cool, especially after last year. But then we saw LeBron, Kawhi, and now Giannis, all three come out basically going against it. Not saying that they did, they did not say that they would sit out if they were selected, but basically saying that um, Adam Silver and the NBA are prioritizing money over health well according to De'Aaron Fox they can't sit out unless they want to pay that hefty fine so um I'll mm-hmm. feel him though I feel him though he, he was wrong on that though um this year there is an opt-out so oh that's good but I feel him um because according to a lot of them they didn't know it was gonna be an all-star game so they were not impression that you know like the rest of us there was just gonna be this break and time yeah. for them to rest and do everything so I think that's just the key thing. Like any anything, if you're caught off guard by something that you wasn't expecting, um, you're entitled to feel a certain way about it. That's just like this. If like this was done and I told y'all, wait, we got to do another one because we need to do two today. Y'all would be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Where is coming from? We had no idea we have to do two episodes in one day. So I feel them. I feel them all. They, they all have the right to feel that way. And it's a different time. And it was a quick turnaround for some of them. Yeah, like they were anticipating having that two weeks off. Like they, that's probably why LeBron hasn't been like taking games off. Kawhi hasn't been really taking games off. So they were anticipating. Is it two weeks or is it five days? I thought it was like two weeks. I thought they were supposed to have like a two week break in between. I think it's It's, five days. It's five days. Five days. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, I think it was, it was from, it was from March 5th to March 10th is was was their, their like downtime. Yeah. Yeah. They still was anticipating having that. I would still love to have my five days off. Like, Mm-hmm. I don't want to play an all-star game, especially in Atlanta when I could be at home with the family, just mm-hmm. chilling. Like that's, I'll take that over the all-star game. Yeah, I mean, I, I get especially with like teams like the Lakers, maybe in the Heat, like they that had that quick turnaround. My whole thing was with it was just like, it, it gets to a point where you got the NBA is kind of seems like they're kind of fumbling with like the whole protocol stuff and precautions, like things that happen with Kevin Durant. It's like if you're gonna take the necessary precautions. Just take all the precautions at this point. And, you know, they, they came out not too long ago with, like, zero NBA players tested positive for the corona and everything like that. And we said this thing, like, even in Illinois, the numbers are way down. But that just means people are going to start opening up and start acting careless again. And we all know it's going to lead right back to the same thing. So I think, like, this was the year we really just needed to chill. You know, the game, the season was enough. Getting to the playoffs is still a chance. We still got to figure out how we all going to get through that. 
just like and another all-star game where even if LeBron James said he's not going to sit out, he said he's mentally he's not going to be there, right? And that's that can go for a lot of these other players that are just ha have more to worry about. So I would just like to see, like, j just stop it, you know, just put a hold to it. Right, and I think – so Kawhi was talking about the money, right? They're doing it for the money, which, of course, that is true because the NBA is a business. Um, from from what I read, the, the amount of money that will be recouped from having an all-star game versus not having an all-star game is dramatic, right? So the NBA is doing what they think is in the best interest of not just them, their own pockets but the pockets of the players because they get a percentage of, like, all the revenue – um, but I understand, like, LeBron, who, who I think he said 71 days. That's how long my offseason was, 71 days, not wanting to to go out there. And then it being in Atlanta is a little weird, too, right? Because it is, Atlanta's, like, the most open place in the fucking United States right now. Magic City is bumping every single night. Like, that is a, that is a real, real thing. Um, and you would think that maybe since it is just an all-star game, the all-star players would be more responsible and, and not go out and do things like that. But you can't, you know, you can't really control that. You know what I'm saying? Especially – when they said that we're going to have this five-day period where we get to be with our family and stuff, but instead we got to go play a basketball game that doesn't mean anything, you know? If LeBron is checked out, the product is not going to be good. We were complaining right. about the product of the All-Star game being bad over the last couple of years, and last year in Chicago it was amazing. Everybody was checked in. They were playing defense. They were doing everything. But if LeBron is checked out, Giannis is checked out, and Kawhi is checked out, call it a wrap, bro. Nobody, nobody really cares. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's the same issue we were talking about where, like, should we just get these G leaguers and these like, you know, come ups to play for teams while they're while they have their players resting? It's just like the mm -hmm. product is just not as good. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's a, that's that's what I want to see too. Is like is the expectations with all that that gross money that they're gonna get, is that with like it being at its highest level with LeBron being like like they're gonna need the they're gonna need the pool of views, right? They're gonna need to have that so LeBron sits out or something like that. It's gonna take away from that. So it's like I don't know, it's it's a it's a weird place for them to be in right now. I understand they want to they want to get the money and stuff, but it's like I, I think about the longevity too. How much money did they say they were giving the HBCUs or something like that? No idea. I don't even know what you're talking about. They said they were making like some sort of like donations to like black colleges. Mm -hmm. That's part of the reason why they have an all star game. Did they Is say it so? So you're tell, telling me like the money that they are making from the all star game, they're donating a percentage of it to HBCUs. Yeah. That's what they said. Yeah. Well, that's that, do real, that's positive. Real quick, beat me. Mm -hmm. You said what? All you gotta do is go look it up real quick. It'll pop up immediately. All I, right. I, I, yeah, I, I agree with you, Mike. Like, this is about like what's worth it. You know what I mean? Like coming into the season, we knew number one it was gonna be different. The turnaround was quick. We knew it was gonna be a financial hit that we were never gonna be able to recoup from. Like, I think the NBA and 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 the owners and people that's a part of the NBA, even the players to a certain extent, like. They just have to accept accept what it is. This is a time in America where a lot of people are just taking hits. You know what I'm saying? And that's just the the reality of it. Like, how much or how how worth it is it to try to recoup those things? To to KP, KB's point, like if it's not number one, gonna be at the fullest product, because mm -hmm. then it's just like, what are we doing? You know what I mean? Um, and then it's like, if the players ain't feeling it, like. What are we doing? And if you're going to lose money anyway, and you're not going to make up all the shit. I mean, it's just like me for the fans. You know, I had a big thing with the fans. Like, why are we having fans at the stadiums anyway? Like, what owners are trying to really recruit? Because you're not really making anything. You're, you're not going to convince me that the little 15, 10, whatever percentage that they're allowing you to have. I know each team in each state is different. You're not making your money back, bro. 
you're not going to convince me that you're making your money back because what you have 125 people in there no you're you're not so it's like what are we even doing like like seriously what what are we even doing and i think um it goes back to what you kind of were saying like let's just get through the season let's not take anything for granted let's not try to do too much let's remain humble let's remain with the mindset that we had in a bubble of just trying to have a product out there and is the all-star game is having a small amount of fans at these places worth us not having the rest of the season or, you know, having uh, some of the players kind of be fed up, you know what I mean? Because that's another thing about it that you don't want. And it's just like what you said in our States, it's like we all sit in the house for too much stretch. Shit goes down, shit gets better. And the first thing people do when the shit go down and they go back and do the shit that got us up in the first place, which is so fucking stupid. It's like, it's literally like, Hey, I'm working out. I got a six pack. Let me go back to eating bad food again. It's like, what, why, why you're going to lose the six pack. So it's like, you're going to lose the progress that you made. So it's always mind blowing that as soon as we have a good week, they're like, Hey, we're going to open up uh, outdoor eating now and dining. And then the shit goes back up and they got to shut down. And it's just like, bro, it's literally stupidity. Yeah, it reminded me of uh, KB. I, I really liked your tweet and your your reply. It was just like words you live by or something like that. But like the reward for hard work is just more hard work. And I think you just relate that to a lot of things that, that go down. And it goes to what Pete said. It's just like once you see progression, you got to keep going. You know, you, yep. you want to get to the fullest product. Mm-hmm. I so love the quote out the Tom Sachs. I found the thing is on SB Nation. They said that so they're using the they're like hiding behind a donation to HBC. HBCUs for a reason for the league hosting the game simply feels insulting to the players. Like, mm. and then it says like the league is made of billionaires and millionaires and they can give money to HBCUs and COVID relief with, without risking the health of the players. I can understand that. Yeah, I can understand that. Um, I mean, it goes to the tweet that Kevin Durant said that like your fans aren't stupid. The NBA fans aren't stupid. They're not just going to look at a report from you and be like, oh, that's clean. And that's we understand, you know, we're going to question everything, especially when it is a bit iffy, especially with the Kevin Durant thing, bro. I think Mike talked about it. Like, I don't understand how they don't steer with caution with something like that. Like if, if I am potentially and this, I think this happened to us, right? When we, we went to go hoop that one time, if I am potentially in contact with someone that contracted the virus, you shouldn't be contacted with other people, even if it is just a small percentage, right? If a small percentage that my, me and Mike were hanging out and he has a virus, I should isolate myself from everybody else until we can confirm whether or not Mike has the virus. So the fact that they weren't they weren't willing to just wait just one hour, that's all it was. It was one hour between they pulled Kevin Durant and let him back in the game. If they weren't willing to wait one hour, that is fucking ridiculous. And it has to do with the almighty dollar. Yeah. National TV game. Kevin Durant's the best, one of the best in the fucking world. We can't have the casual fan turning off this game because Kevin Durant is not playing. So we'll throw him out there and potentially risk the health of everybody. It's right. stupid. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The longevity, like they just risked that what ten plus minutes of Kevin Durant, and they pulled him out. But he just played on the floor with all these guys, and guess what? His team is cleared to play Philly. I'm pretty sure. Yes, or whatever, whatever team they're about to play, they're already cleared. So it's just like. I don't, it, you could have stopped this whole thing if you just said, Kevin Durant, you know, we, we, this, this is what we got to do this year. I know you want to go play, but this is what we got to do this year to make sure we all good. And I mean, one, one game, I know he missed a couple games. Yeah, he would have been okay because he, he, he had been through it. The frustration comes from the fact that I've already played. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's where the frustration comes from is that it's confusing because, like you said, 
at this point, I might as well just hoop because if they, if they got it, they got it. So I might as well actually finish the game. If we being totally honest, like if 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 they have if they don't have it or if they do have it at this point, it is what it is. So I should actually probably finish this game if we being completely honest. But yeah. I think that's the frustration is that you already let me play. And yeah, that goes back to what we all basically said at the beginning of this conversation is like. Let's not take for granted the fact that we are actually having a season. We're actually in progress. We're actually hooping on a day-by-day basis. And let's not like let these silly mistakes contract two whole teams and then another team is playing in the back-to-back and they didn't know, so they went to go play them and then the other team went to go. And now we have five teams mm-hmm. that can't play. And now that causes a suspension or a stop and things like that when all we had to do was be, um, be cautious and, and be willing to – sacrifice but like kb said the almighty dollar is 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 allowing that stupidity to happen where you're not thinking like you said mike full picture because that's what i value the full picture the regular season already number one ain't shit it's boring i can't really assess any team because they're not at full strength or the team that they're playing isn't at full strength or this guy just got back and it's everywhere um the best thing that ever happened was the fact that we did get james harden traded because it's really just all over the place. It's 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 like a twilight zone. The Knicks are fucking in a conversation of being good. The Raptors are uh, under 500 and are the seventh seed. It's just all over the place. And shout out to the Raptors because they are on a, a three-game winning streak. They're getting yep. things back together. But it's just like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, I don't really know besides the teams I already, like, I already knew the Lakers were good. But, like, how good is the Boston Celtics? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know. And as a person who's supposed to analyze the shit, I don't know if I'll ever know. You know what I'm saying? This season, right. like, there may be a chance that we go into playoffs, and I just don't know how good the team is. Maybe that could be a good thing. Maybe Boston will start off slow, or maybe a team will start off slow like the Raptors, and they won't show that they're that good, or a protocol hurts them, and they'll be the seventh seed, but then in the playoffs, they'll play like a three seed and smack whoever they – I don't know. But I know for us who value this in a, in, in some sort of sense to, to know what we're watching and who it is and what these teams are – it's hard to access, and I don't think it'll get any easier if they mm-hmm. continue uh, these ways. So mm-hmm. it's just tough, man. Yeah, but that, it definitely is. Because uh, even a game, even a game like last night, um, the prime, the last primetime game was a good one: Celtics versus Clippers. But even though it ended up being a good game, I was not invested in that shit whatsoever because Paul George was out, because because Jalen Brown was out, and I know that's not because of the virus, but it's just like overall health injuries have been rampant in the league right now. Christian Wood just got injured. Larry Markin is straining his shoulder. Otto Porter, Wendell Carter. Joel Embiid's I can keep, I can keep going on, on Bulls players, by the way. CJ McCollum just broke his foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's just like every, it seems like every single – and this is this is not new to the NBA, obviously. We always deal with injuries, but it feels like it is amplified right now. Feels like the reason it, is it feels that way is because somebody is always out because of the protocol, and then you add that on the actual injuries, like you said, and it feels like, bam, double trouble. Right. So, like, Jason Tatum missed two weeks, mm-hmm. and that's usually – that might be how much how much time Christian Wood, we pray it could be a lot quicker, but that might be how much time he misses off of a real injury. But then you got guys who don't have real injuries that are missing two weeks, so it just feels like, shit, it's, it's mm-hmm. just double double trouble. Um, yeah, but I he think, went through it too. That's why they end up – and the whole day and Jimmy Butler. Right. Like how could I games. you know what I'm saying? Like how yep. good are the Miami Heat? Or how bad I don't are they? Know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like all this talk, it just keeps going. They they might have to do a break, bro. They might have to do like do a, a week suspension for players to get healthy and just like 
give that leeway for some teams. You know, that damn sure sounds a lot better than the All-Star game at this point, you yeah. know, with everything going on. Cause let, Do you got fans constantly hitting us up? Should I hope? How how much should I wait before I'm concerned? And it's like, bro, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I this don't is, know. This is unlike any other fucking year. We would have an answer for that last year or two years ago, but now, mm-mm, not so much. It is it is very very weird, and that's why I don't know if y'all remember the reports. Like some GMs were laughing at the Brooklyn Nets for going all in on this year because this year is so much different. And, and may not mean as much, which is which is stupid at the end of the day because we look back on 20 years, we're not even going to really think about the virus and things like that when it, and when it comes to, like, the NBA. For example, like, the year that we had, like, a 50-game season, we just see that – I think it was the Spurs won that championship. We just see that the Spurs won. We don't really see that, oh, shit, it was two-thirds of the entire season plus the playoffs, you know? Th- those little um, – what's that word I'm looking for? Variables get lost in the shuffle the longer you're away from it. I feel you. Is this this championship going to have like asses next to it? This may be a a little different just because it's impacting the world. Like those other times, like even like in our time when they had like a 2000, was like 2011 lockout? Like nobody even, like that kind of gets mentioned, but you know what I'm saying? There's no asset there because yes, it's like a lockout. It only affected the NBA. The virus is affecting the entire world and how we live it. So that's why I feel like in 20 years, we may do look back and be like, oh, I remember that year. That was the year that they had a quick turnaround. Motherfuckers barely had fans at the games. Mm-hmm. We didn't even know today that we would have fans back. We didn't know how shit would ever recover. So right. it might right. be a little different than those past years, but I do feel what you're saying. So like um, Derek's, Derek just asked, is it, would it be an asterisk next to it? We don't know. I think we have to wait till we get there. If, if we get there and it's Lakers versus 76ers, Ben Simmons contracts it, he's out for this, then yeah. Yeah. I, it's going to be hard. But if we have two healthy teams playing off against each other and we have, you know, healthy playoffs and things like that, unless natural injuries happen, which is always a part of the game, there's no answer to me unless there's really a virus contracted team who suffered because of it. And even then, are we really going to say it's ad- it was going to be unfortunate? Everybody had that chance to be to get contracted by the virus. You know what I mean? Like, just like uh, in the bubble. I mean, it's everybody was it's all on a fair even a fair ground like it's unfortunate but everybody has the chance to be affected by it uh which i think is bullshit the little mickey shit is just so fucking stupid like i'm so yeah, tired I mean, pe- hey people just be bored you be know. trolling bro I, I i said this in my video today but you, yeah we got to remember that majority of nba twitter is like 13 to 18 years old you know what i'm saying yeah. and this bro, is no. this is what's considered fun on the internet mm-hmm. i was telling them like i was telling about that tweet uh I think Lowe was talking about, but he was just like, he had quoted something. It was basically like, what, 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 what's a team that like you're one of your favorite players, like you forgot he even played for or something like that. And the dude was like, Jimmy Butler and the Bulls. And that just made me. That's how old he, he young is. (laughs) And that just, yeah, that, that made me mad. Like Jimmy Butler and the Bulls is my damn favorite. Like that's when I really was messing with the Bulls. Bro, that was like three years ago too. That's not even that long ago. Also listen to this, Mike, because you weren't there. Mm-hmm. Me, Derek, and Contrell are listening to a conversation being held, mm-hmm. and a person is asking, like, this is a, this is a place where they're they're asking people questions. The guy asks, or kid, I rather should say, what was Carmelo Anthony? Because he doesn't know Carmelo Anthony. He knows, he knows Carmelo. Carmelo Anthony is a trailblazer. Yeah. Oh, so he see the re- like if we are here, and I'm like, hey, y'all gotta put some respect on it. He's like. Why? What the hell? <laughs> so it's like, bro, that is crazy. That's crazy. This is a dude who was like 
And the hood Carmelo jersey is like number one. I, yeah. I I saw Carmelo Anthony jerseys. I swear so much it felt like I grew up in Denver. But you know like, what? You know what? I do want to get that dude a pass because he he didn't he didn't make a take about it, right? Some people no, he just asked a question. He just asked a question, right? Sure. If you don't understand yeah. something, it's cool to ask questions. But there were there were some people out there that would that make an NBA opinion without watching the shit that they were talking about. The main thing and. I'm gonna talk about this Derrick Rose shit. Can you, t- can you tell me the Lonzo thing? I know you're talking about being a but like, what was their reasoning for the Lonzo? Um, NBA, yeah, I, I didn't hear that. I wasn't there for that. I came, I came after he told um, me. They were saying that they were saying if Lonzo got traded to the Bulls, this is a top three du- du- uh, backcourt duo. And I'm like, bro, no, I'm sorry, it's just top not three? top three. Get the fuck out of here. No, it's not. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> It's just not. But anyway, 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 I want I want to talk about the deal. Y'all ass to be. I will I will be cool with having Lonzo on the team for sure. But I'm not about to come out immediately at the trade. Be like, yes, we got the number three. (laughs) Yeah, because Lonzo has to. He then has to get to a situation that fits him, and then do what he needs to do. Because a part Mm -hmm. of his struggles is also on him. He has some things he needs to fix. Shout out to him though. He's been hooping the last week or two. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And the team has been better with him hooping like that. But I want to talk about the the Derrick Rose thing. Uh, first of all, a couple things resurfaced. People making bad takes about Derrick Rose MVP season, um, saying that it was overrated, which is fucking stupid. And then the other thing is that like people just learned about like the Derrick Rose allegations. Like people tried to cancel Derrick Rose about his allegations the other day, and people were mentioning to me like, "Kenny, did you notice?" Yes, yes, motherfucker. I was here three, four years ago. I was, I was watching basketball five years ago. <laughs> I remember this story. I re- I definitely remember. It is not new to me. I mean, it's cool that people are learning and, and looking for resources and learning shit, but, like, it's just, it's just I, I have to always remember that majority of NBA Twitter is just younger than us right now. Yeah. I, I also got to remember that people are extremely weird. Like, I have no problem with that, but it to me, it's like, I don't know. I feel like I have a responsibility, and my job is to talk about shit that I know. So with that Derrick Rose shit, that's a touchy situation because, number one, I don't know Derrick Rose personally. I love Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose is a hero. I'm from Chicago. I'm from the hood of Chicago, the slums, the dirt. The same part that he's from, we're from the same shit. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, you got to be from Chicago to understand. There's a reason why we go hard for Chief Keith. Derrick Rose is uh, Kanye West to a certain extent. Like, it's just different when you're from here. Cause you know what they, you know what they've been through. You know what they've seen. There's certain shit that you know what I mean. Like he knows what Harold's is. Like you know what I'm saying. Like it's just different. So, but I don't know that woman, and I don't know Derrick Rose. It's all an allegation, and no matter what happens in court, the, they only know the truth. Mm-hmm. Our job is to talk about basketball, unless some factual shit came out. If there's a factual thing that this man factually killed somebody, or this player factually did this, then do as you may. But I can't make assumptions. Just as like the Meg, the, the Meg, the Stallion, Tory Lane shit. Like so many people on the internet are quick to pick a side. Oh, he's wrong. He shot her. He didn't shoot her. I don't feel comfortable saying anything about anything because <laughs> I don't know either one. And there's no need for me to rush or pick a side because I don't know either one of these motherfuckers. I'll let it happen. And if it ever comes out to know the full story, interesting. If he shot her, he's dead wrong. If she lied, she's dead wrong. But until I know all that information, there's no need for me to jump to anything. So mm. it's the same thing with the Derrick Rose, um, the the Kobe Bryant, you know, shit like that. And then it's like what KB said. Typically, this shit is old to us. 
for, for me, typically, I do side with like the victim. Right. But but I had somebody very close to me that was falsely accused of something similar to this. Uh, like legitimately falsely accused and th- and now my perception on some of the stuff just changes a little bit you yeah. know what i'm saying like if it was a family member of mine i feel like I- i'm believing them 100 because i trust them yeah. but it's just like somebody really close to me was falsely accused of this shit before so, like le- legitimately falsely accused so i don't know I- we don't we shouldn't spend too much time on this this subject uh whatsoever and um, no, it, no that that is a, a you know just a, a good thing to, to touch on though like it's okay with holding people accountable. We're never, you know what I mean? Like we all have mothers, mm-hmm. sisters, girlfriends, nobody play that shit. But it's also a thing of like, there's no need to also rush to have an opinion on every single thing, especially if it doesn't relate to what we're all here for, which is basketball. I'm not a police. You're not an investigator. You're not a DA. You're not a judge. So that's a, out of our realm. Another thing though, speaking of NBA and, and internet and t- listen, stop taking shit for granted. Okay. Facts. Stop taking shit for granted. I'm seeing a lot of that shit too, where people are like watching basketball just to hate. And it's like, bro, some of these players are going to retire and you're going to be like, you're going to be like, man, it was none other like him. I don't care how, wherever you rank them. Some of these players are that's, I've never seen another Tracy McGrady and Tracy McGrady ain't the top five in anything in anybody's conversation, but I've never seen another Tracy McGrady. Allen Iverson is not like the greatest player of all time, but we've never seen anything like him. So like appreciate some of these guys because a lot of people are just watching to seriously hate and shout out to black wing. Cause me and black wing kind of went back and forth over the Paul George shit. And I'm like, bro, the Paul George shit is mind blowing, bro. Like y'all basically put him in a situation where no matter what he does in a regular season, that's good. You don't <laughs> care about it. Right. Because you want to see it in the playoffs, but he it's like, drop a hundred and motherfuckers like, well, exactly. You we need to see game from- three. <laughs> Some good basketball. It's like he's yeah. hooping, so just enjoy it because. And you know hooping. what, Pete? Pete, I used to be in that camp when we were younger, bro. When when LeBron was playing for the Heat, I fucking hated LeBron. I was watching LeBron, but I was hate watching LeBron. Mm-hmm. And and as I, I get older, LeBron. as I get older, like LeBron's become one of my favorite players because I have I've learned to like appreciate what he's doing. And I mm-hmm. and people were asking me, Kenny, what? Like I used to be a guy that was about not hot takes, but you know I, I would criticize players like more than than I do now. And then I just came to the realization that, like, being an NBA analyst is fucking lame. It just is. Because yeah. you are nitpicking things about these players' games. In reality, it's just yeah. not that It's not that important. It's right. really just not that important. I'm going to take – I'm going to watch Paul George when he's hooping and be excited and not being like, damn, that was a good game. But, shit, remember in the first round last year? Ah, that's kind of <laughs> rough. Like, I'm they just – They always I'm, bring up the old shit that players have done right, when they're and, doing good. And it don't yeah. make mm-hmm. – That was my thing, like – when the, the Nuggets had came back and beat the Clippers, like, it, it was just, people looked for the Clippers to lose for the, like, to give the, the Nuggets the praise that they did for when they mm-hmm. win. And that's yep, just how, yep. that's just how it goes now. All right. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's literally like people, it's, I feel like people even see, see, like, they feel, they find clout in it. Like, oh, I could find the next bus or something instead of like the next, you know, dude that's actually exactly. playing well yeah. or anything like that. Failure is amplified. Right. It's just yeah. like, I feel like the NBA, not NBA Twitter, NBA Twitter as a big part of that. Like people just follow narratives in NBA Twitter instead of just having like their own knowledge of what's going on around the league all the time. Yeah. All it takes is one, one big YouTuber to make a, a, a hot take. And that shit is, that shit is cemented. It seems like. No, you know what I'm saying? for sure. I, I, that's what I was telling you yesterday in a party. Like I know you were an NBA YouTuber and although I view you different, I was like, no offense, but like, I don't like NBA YouTubers and how they view basketball, how they talk about it. Like it, it it's not what moves me. It, it ain't like real. 
it's just it's kind of like NBA Twitter. It's like NBA Twitter yeah. was kind of formed mm-hmm. off of YouTube yeah, and how they right. acted in. It's like you know what I mean. Like I don't sit around and just have a top ten list. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't get like that conversation. It doesn't move me at all. That That's why boring. We, we've never done it here because it doesn't move us. No, Derek, you got him at five. He's really six. He, how can you not? Like, come on, bro. It's all subject. It's just like music. If me and if me and you were t- talking about why Nas is the fifth best rapper versus Eminem, it's just subjective. You like the way Eminem raps, and I like the way Nas. And, and for I, reference, we're, we're more talking about like all time lists. All time. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, because we we've done top point guards type things. Because yeah, yeah. that's that's all something time. we can see right now. But like, yeah, I, I don't. I'm not trying to rank Will Chamberlain, bro. I'm literally not <laughs> trying to rank Will Chamberlain. Same Those all time lists are ridiculous. I think we were gonna do one for like a show, and like I and we were just like no. Show. Yeah, yeah, and then we just decided not to because it's yeah. just so hard to even like do it because we haven't even mm-hmm. seen a lot of those players even hoop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then it's like, am I being fair to this guy because I'm, I'm, oh, honestly, I'm probably putting him lower because I don't have any connection with Bill Russell. I just legitimately don't. Mm-hmm. Like, I have no connection with him at all. Well, I got Bob Pettit. You know, shout, shout out to Bob Pettit, man. But yeah, <laughs> I acknowledge them because I'm not disrespectful and I know the game. But there's a different connection to something that you're closer to versus some shit that was before my mom and dad was even alive. Yeah. Like, that's different. Going back and seeing Larry Bird and his impact and Hakeem, that's different. Mm-hmm. But if we talking Jerry West, I would be lying out of my fucking teeth if I was like, hey, man, Jerry West is 13th. I, I just would. <laughs> I literally would. I would be talking just to be talking, if we being honest. You know what I mean? And that was the conclusion we made. Some people just be talking to be talking. That was another thing that I, I didn't like about the Derrick Rose thing is, like, I saw people tweeting just to kind of get clout. And it's like, that ain't cool. Like, that's lame as hell. I'm not really with that shit. Like Mike said, a lot of the, the failure shit be for clout. Just like everybody's so thirsty to throw around a buzzword. Anthony Edwards didn't look good in his first game. Is he a bust? <laughs> like, like, bro, like, damn, y'all not going to give him years? Like, it takes years. It's the NBA. It's the it's the, the the professional. Like, these are the best players in the world. And y'all really giving, like, 19-year-olds three games? Now it's funny because like at the beginning it was on uh, Lamelo's ass because he started Facts. off slow. Now yeah. now he's hooping. Now they come out. He's the one of five rookie of the year runaway. That's how I be trying to like just think about something you started. Well, not started, but like you just got into. You probably in. like KBC you probably weren't that nigga in it. Like it took you just it took Facts. you some damn time. And it's just like there's so many players around the league. It's like they're so much better than they were a couple years ago. And yeah. we're talking about players that are rookie, like you're trying to compare rookie, their rookie seasons to maybe like their third or fourth year, like Colin Sexton. I didn't think Colin Sexton would be doing the shit he's doing now three years ago. Right, yeah. It's just you give players time to figure out who they are in the league and what they do best. It's just yeah. extreme. It's extreme on both sides. Mm-hmm. Just like I'm watching Luca and I'm watching the Mavs, and I, I'm not. I'm not trying to be like the I told you so. But like I was saying that this is what's gonna happen. I was so reluctant to try to give him all that praise that rookie year because I knew this is exactly what was gonna happen. They were gonna push him up to be way big as he deserves. He's a good player, but then the minute he couldn't hit something, they were gonna overreact. And it's like, bro, he's in year three. This really should be shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm now the team. The team did look like they should be better than what they are for sure. But there's no need for nobody to really be dissecting Luca and, and this and that because he's only like in year he's in year three mm-hmm. you know like year three year three and mm-hmm. you know what's crazy like year three do you know what his team would probably be without him 
got the damn bottom of the conference. And they're like, they at right now. Yeah, they're still damn near. They're, the four, they're 14. <laughs> yeah, they're 14. They, I mean, they wouldn't have the damn They better hope the Timberwolves don't get on a win streak. <laughs> no, the Timberwolves are bad. It's like oh, the, no. the Dallas Mavericks are like 14th with nine mm-hmm. wins. And then the Timberwolves have six. They just at the dead last. It's just Bro, a gap. The game, I watched the fourth quarter of that game yesterday where they end up winning. They and won. it's it's kind of sad because <laughs> I know they're missing like Carl Anthony Towns and stuff, but they were going against OKC without Shea, without Lou Dort. Like they OKC was missing like four rotational players, and it took D'Angelo Russell hitting a game winner for them to get out there with a win. It's just they it's struggling. rough. It's they rough. Struggling. Yeah, it's rough. It was like 105 to 103. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. I just and like the conversation we had, like I don't I forget when it was, but it was like if we being realistic. Like with Carlton Towns and D'Angelo Russell, because I know Timberwolves fans, they love to harp on that. Like, we haven't seen enough games from them at the best. Y'all ain't shit. Like, seriously. <laughs> and it's like, they got to get some things in order, bro. They have to get some things in order over there because it's just bad. Yeah. It's bad. It's in, in the inevitable is going to come where Carlton Towns going to have to get traded. I'm just, I'm, t- I'm trying to tell Timberwolves fans to start putting it in your mind somewhere because it just, it's how the game is, man. I don't give a fuck how much he loves them, how much they love him. It's inevitable. At some point, he's at, he's going to have to leave for his legacy, or they're going to have to trade him for their franchise to get better. Mm-hmm. And that's just that's just inevitable. Well, when they trade him, do you think they trade D'Lo as well? Are they just going to do the full reset? Uh, I, I have no idea. If I was the GM, which I will be on 2K very soon, I'm going to look to trade both their asses. Because yeah. depending on what I get back from Towns, if you get back something that, that can work with D'Lo, then yeah, you probably could keep him. But at $28 million, it's a lot of money you're giving to D'Lo. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, so. Yeah. I mean, that that was, I think, one of my harsh realities for the Timberwolves is just like, no matter what damn lineup they put in, they just seem like it don't work. Like, they're not they're not really that good. Always might, something. Yeah. Yeah. And you, I, I can, you can, I can understand Timberwolves fans not wanting to trade Cat. But Cat is just his value too damn high. I don't know what what what's going on with him. Like I know he's hurting everything, but once he come back, team's gonna be knocking at the damn door for a Carl Anthony Towns, bro. So if you could get you know first round picks back and maybe a damn young player, they the Timberwolves need a foundation. I, I, we thought it was Carl Anthony Towns that was supposed to be their their uh, face of the franchise, but it's come to the realization that it might not be. Right, it might be time to move on, and I think like right now with with the way Cat is, before he gets to that point where like, you know what, I do demand a damn trade, and like his value, as James Harden does, like he wants out. Everybody knows it. It's gonna go down. You might as well just like look into the future. You know, save yourself now. Read the writings on the wall, man. The writing is always on the wall. It always is, and I get, I, I get, you know, I, I get some of it. Not wanting to let a player go, but. It's okay, man. I got my Nick fan, and at the time, I was extremely upset with the Chris Evans thing, but mm-hmm. I'm over it. Like, I was over it shortly after, but then now it's like, that wasn't that bad. I ain't tripping. <laughs> like, you never know. Like, seriously. Like, it, on the surface, you get that attachment, but, like, when you're a true fan of the team, it ain't shit to let a player go. Especially yeah. if he ain't bringing home no championships. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only connection like that should be strong. Yeah. The thing is, a completely different player as a Nick than he is the Maverick. It's kind of crazy. I was 100%. a couple injuries ago before too, though. Yeah, is yeah. He? yeah he was I, that's what I was gonna say. He, he said, "I don't remember the last time I seen him play as a Nick." He True. was on the bench when he got traded. He was hurt. True. 
But so even, I, I literally can't tell you the last time I remember seeing like him. Even like he was like even like a decent defender with the Knicks. Now he's just terrible. He wasn't even just like two that, three. Defender, he put the ball on the floor way more. But that's what I'm saying. Like that was a very long time ago. When you really think about it, that was yeah. interesting because he was hurt. He sat out with some games with the Mavericks. He sat out with us. Um, the bubble, he just had another surgery or something last. Like it, it's, that was a long time ago. He was doing that shit. Mm-hmm. If we're being honest, the way that I think about it for the Timberwolves is. They're already damn near at the bottom. They, they're at, they're <laughs> at the bottom right now. If they do trade Cat, I feel like or they get rid of both of them. The expectations are not there. I think there is a little bit of expectations already there for the Timberwolves. But if they're already in the full rebuildings, it, you can literally only go up. You is Car Anthony walk- Towns a good investment? Y'all think? Yeah. Depends, it depends on who it is. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you, Car Anthony Towns could be uh back to everything he just may need to change the scene he's going through a lot man he's oh i meant i meant like in cards and shit oh right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's low right now it's probably low right now yeah he is super but low right now us talking about the timberwolves it reminds me of the video when a dude was getting jumped into the crypt the crypts and everybody was taking turns beating his oh. ass that's what we just did so somebody put timberwolves and put through the wire characters on the other people that's beating his head like Derek, mike kenny and we Bro, the, he is extremely cheap for somebody. I might have to buy a shit ton of fucking Car Anthony Towns cards right now. What teams do y'all think would be like mm. knocking on that door immediately, though? I think the Celtics. The Warriors would have assets depending on when when they can make a trade. Celtics, Warriors, um, the Hawks. I don't know how much they feel about having a Trey Young, Car Anthony Towns led team. But uh, they have John Collins, who would need a max that they probably don't want. Basically, Herter. any team that that wants him can get him. You just yeah. got to throw a shit ton of picks at it. Let's be like honestly, throw a shit the ton New of picks. Knickerbockers. They do have a shit ton of picks. Um, you know. interesting, interesting. I don't know why we just did that talk about them for so long since they're the worst team in the league right now. It but worked hey, out, man. It, it, it is out. what it is. Um, next thing I wanna I wanna ask y'all. I know we already talked about how this season is super hard to predict, but I want to ask y'all some of the teams that are on the outside looking in, which one of these teams do you feel the most confident with making a run and potentially making the playoffs, okay? Um, from the Eastern Conference, here are your options. And I, I didn't, I'm not doing playing shit, so we're going 9 from 15. Cavaliers, Hornets, Magic, Bulls, Heat, Wizards, and Pistons. Who do you feel the most confident is going to make a run and make the playoffs? Uh, the Heat. Probably the Heat. Right? They have uh, two, all, two All-Stars and Bam and Jimmy. I feel like once they get it all clicking, they just have to start playing defense. The, like, defensively, they just lack any – like, if you rotate the ball any amount, they just completely break down. Right. I feel like that has to be fixed. I know they haven't had Jimmy in a minute, and I feel like he's definitely their glue guy, and I feel like he's definitely going to fix a lot of that little shit that they be mess, messing up. But it's, it's just going to take a lot of consistency and effort from them, which we saw a lot last year, but it's not that this year. I think I think that's probably like the right answer. But is it anybody got anything else? Oh yeah, I got a totally different answer. Okay. Uh, I think yeah, I think that's the easy way out. I'm going to Hornets, man. I'm going to Hornets. Oh, yeah, they, yeah. Uh, they're playing the re- part of the reason I'm going to Hornets is because they're it's a carefree type of basketball that they're playing. Like they're just going out there to hooping. Gordon Hayward have a night. Lamelo had 34 last night. He's starting. Still got Terry Rozier. Devontae Graham can easily have a night. Malik Monk went for 38 or some shit uh, a couple nights ago. I like PJ. And, and and their front court, Cody Zeller plays 
that's a little bit of valuable basketball for them. So it's like they just out there hooping, they plan, there's no expectation, there's nothing that they're stressing about. And I like those teams. I like putting my money on those teams versus a team like the Heat who they have, you know what I mean? Like they, they, if they don't make the playoffs, it's bad. It's ugly. You know what I'm saying? It, there's there's a lot of pressure, stress, and shit on them to make up and get back to where they have to go. And um, the Hornets could go out and they can make a move to go get a big. So I, I'm also invested in that. But I like the Hornets and how they're playing. They're just playing really carefree basketball. Um, now, as much as the pluses I just named, there are the cons that they're young, inexperienced. They don't have a solidified guy. You know what I mean? So at any point, you know, I'll take that back. Gordon Hayward has earned the respect to be Gordon a Hayward's been good guy. as shit, yeah. So, um, yeah, and they have an all-star. Derek, Derek, you named that they have two. They, this year they only might have one, and the Hornets have one in Gordon Hayward. So, um, I, I don't think it's, it's crazy to, to name them. Um, I, li- oh, I like yeah. the way that they play basketball. Yeah, I love that team. They're definitely one of the best teams to watch when you go to the E-Pass. You're always tuning into the Hornets games. Yep, they got good announcers, too. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Thanks. That, bro, Miles Bridges is going up for a jam. You finna hear it. You finna hear it. I, I like that Hornets pick, too. I, I like the same reasons you did. I feel like the the expectations aren't, like, high for them at all. They're kind of playing that carefree basketball, and they've been somewhat healthy. I mean, they've been, you know, keeping their guys in rotation and everything. Maybe, I would say, maybe the Cavs. The Cavs have kind of been looking like they could be falling off a little bit, especially if they trade Andre Drummond, who apparently might be damn near with the second round pick from what I'm saying. Again, how they got him. Mm-hmm. Bro, when, y'all, when I watch Drummond play, he just does so much shit wrong that I understand when people say it'll be like one no, second round pick. As good as he is, he's always going to have that like, and I don't want to be disrespectful, but it's like a silliness he kind of plays with. Like, 100%, I don't, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just like, yeah, it, it kind of like, he can go get 20 boards, but then you're going to be like, damn. You had eight fucking turnovers. What were you doing? <laughs> like, what the fuck were you doing? Oh, the man with like eight for sixteen is a big, and you all at the damn, all in the paint with it too. He's shooting forty six percent on the season. Like that's, he's a center. That automatically jumps up to fifty three with Melo. I'm telling you, that's automatically Lob City type. I mean, I mean, I, I didn't mean Lob City like the Clippers, but that's automatically Lob. Just they might, hey, they might have to call Loud City if he got Miles Bridges and Andre Drummond running with him. They might they have to bring it back. Loud City Part Two. They might. This, this, oh my God, this is insane, bro. He's in the bottom six percentile at finishing at the rim in the league, like in the entire league. That's including guards. That's including forwards. And he's damn near the biggest person on the court all Isn't the time. Like forty three percent from the field. Um, for shooting forty six percent from the field. I definitely agree with Pete though. Him playing with like that Hornets team, that's gonna get him up, man. I, that Cavs team, they don't have like playmakers like that. Like Darius Garland is their, probably their best playmaker. He don't even like. It's times where he's waving his hand trying to get the ball because Colin Sexton is doing his thing over there, and he's not gonna pass the pass the rock. So that like ball movement added to it is definitely gonna help him. What's the What's the trade look like to y'all? Because I think we tried to trade him there before, and it's just we couldn't get the money to work. Mm-hmm. Facts. Because, I mean, if he's just going to take a second-round pick, the only thing you need is is roster fillers at the is end Cody of the day. Cody Zell on the last year of his contract? Um, should be. Should be. Hold on. I'm going to go to TradeNBA.com. Not a sponsor, but I fuck with this one heavy. Um, <laughs> it's it's better than what ESPN's because you can, like, throw in draft picks and stuff. And mm-hmm. the, other, the other spot be all weird with it. So, I'm going to go Cavs, Hornets. Like, we're looking at $28 million for Drummond. And then you got – like Cody Zeller at fifteen million, yep. 
and then you'd have to throw in something else, but the something else ain't there. Do you give up on Malik Monk to get Drummond? Probably not the way Malik Monk has been looking. I mean, you you can maybe convince yourself. Malik Monk is another guy that will be just like Colin Sexton and Darius Garland when they just don't have no playmaker. They just got got shot takers and shot makers. (laughs) Hey, Um, no bullshit. I'm keeping Malik. I feel like you could – if the Cavs did get him and they were like, you know what, he, I, I think they could flip Malik Monk though. Even with that, they don't have enough. Like that, that still, they still need salary filler. Malik Monk, make, how, how much Malik Monk is, on, is only on five because he's still on his rookie deal, basically. Them together is twenty, and he's what twenty-eight. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, and they don't have any any injury exemptions or trade exemptions. So. I mean, I, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Do you throw in Busy once he's healthy too? And then you try that trade. That still doesn't work. Oh man, um, it's gonna take it's gonna take some magic. They gonna need a third team. They would need a third team. Yeah, they need a third team. Um, but I, I like those picks. Let's look at the Western Conference and who who do y'all feel confident with? If I can get my NBA standings back up, because I don't know what I deal with it. Um, this one might be a little bit harder. We may get a lot of variety here because there are still good teams on the outside: Grizzlies, Rockets, Kings, Pelicans. Uh, Thunder, Mavericks, Timberwolves. Grizzlies. Give me the Grizzlies because there's no way in here they should even be in a conversation right there at nine with everything that they've endured. Um, but they just have a real good team. They have a really, really good team. John Morant is, 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 is as arguably as valuable as some of the players that get talked about more than him. Like, seriously. Uh, I know Luka, Luka has numbers, but like as far as value, John Morant is right up there. Um and we haven't seen him with Jaron Jackson back. <laughs> so, um, and even when Ja was out, he looked sexy. They was cool. They maintained. Kyle Anderson had a different role, and he picked it up like that. And Brandon Clark and Valanchunas, and you know what I mean? Like, they just have a very nice team. Uh, Taylor Jenkins deserves a lot of credit because they're playing um, really, really well, even when it, it looks like they shouldn't be. Desmond Bain, shout out to you. Um, I like the team a lot. So, I'm, I'm rolling with the Grizzlies. Oh, yeah, I'm saying that was the first thing that came to my mind just because they are missing their two front court players in Valentunas and Jaron Jackson. So uh, I don't know how long Valentunas is out, but I know Jaron Jackson is due to come back soon within the next few weeks. He's supposed to come back, they said, between the end of January and like sometime in, at the beginning of February. So that's going to be good to have him back. And then they just defensively, they come out, they play. And then when you add that, it's just that team is dangerous. So they should not be at the ninth seed. Really good next next uh, next man up mentality, too. Xavier Tillman yeah. is hooping, too. So shout out to him. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm going I'm to go with the Rockets. I like the way they've been playing as of recently. Their defense has been super good. They kind of remind me like they kind of be, they could be like the Pacers of the West, where they, they, they have a lot of like all star talent, but they don't got no superstar that's just carrying them through it. But they're all kind of doing it by committee. Um, I hope they don't trade Vo. I was about to say, you got to keep that in mind. Yeah, yeah. I hope they don't trade Vo. Um, I mean, but if it is for the best for they 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 team and they can get some assets back for them, then I can see it. But they're gonna be they they could be legit out here. They could be legit. Yeah, I, I really like the Kings. Pels made a push either. Was oh, the Pels? Brandon Ingram. Okay. I can, I can see that. I can see that. I like the Kings. I don't know if they make a push because it's the Kings, but. They still super fun to watch at the end of the day. I like them too. But yeah, There's I don't value know. in that. I, uh, I like My boy De'Aaron been playing like an all-star the past week or so. Y'all better quit playing. He been hitting step-back threes. That's been the thing. Step-back threes. In the corner, he hit like two of them. I'm like, I don't even know how this possible, but he did it. Hey, according to Charles Barkley, we taking too many threes in the, around this league now, though. Mm, facts. 
Shout out to Chuck. Um, agree or disagree? I, I agree with taking a lot of threes. I don't think it's like a, a problem with the game, though. I think it's just how it's transitioned into. Like, the three-point is just so valuable for damn near everything in the game today. Like, anybody you want, any superstar, guess what you probably surround them with? Shooters, right? That's yeah. that's damn near what it's all about. That's going to get your pace up. That's going to spread the floor. Like, it, it just is what, how the game is today. And, I think and for, the only issue I ever have is when teams, like, live or die by the three. Like, when they don't have right. anything else or, like, anything else to do when they just shoot threes and they're going to lose or win with it. That's, that's what I have an issue with. What was the question again? About uh, Charles Barkley's comments about the NBA being born. Because for reference for people at home, uh, this is the game where the Warriors didn't have a center, and instead of Porzingis playing like a center, he played like a guard and stayed at the perimeter, and Chuck did not like that whatsoever. I think yeah, they shot I, I agree 93 threes on the game. So, yeah, yeah I, I agree with him then. I agree with him because basketball – no matter what, um, it, it's, it's it should be played a certain way. Like, and that's all they were saying. Like, especially Kenny to Jeff Smith when he went up and actually broke it down. Like, yeah, if a team is zoning you, <laughs> you have empty space. You have to go to the space. Like, I'm sorry, that's just the way that the basketball game is played. Like, if somebody zones us, Derek has to go to the. He has to be there. He has to go and like the game is about taking what's given. So it don't matter what what that is, Chris Stapps. You're seven three. You have to go there. Like, I'm sorry. So, yeah, and and that's how you see a team like that loses when they should beat the Warriors, honestly. Um, you know what I mean? And, and think about everything we say. Like, everything goes back to three-point shooting. And it is important in today's game, like Mike was saying and alluding to, but I don't think it's so important where every team has to have five fucking shooters. Would it be nice? Sure. But, like, it, it, is, it is being, like, overly – we fell in love with so many guys that can shoot, and then like they, they don't do shit else. Like, mm-hmm. bigs are so comfortable with not doing shit because mm-hmm. they can shoot. Like, oh, he can shoot? Damn, he don't got to do nothing. <laughs> he don't have to rebound no more. <laughs> he don't have to rim protect. Like, if he can, if he can do both, it's extraordinary. But it's like, man, he's seven foot and can shoot. We just lose our fucking minds. Man, Bertans here. They bring out the Brinks truck. He can shoot that motherfucker, and then Amen. he's not doing shit else. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, whoa, did we make a mistake? And it's just like the game does have to be played a certain way. I agree. That's why I love the Lakers mm-hmm. because they shoot it, but they have so many different looks. And they kept that same model from last year. They went and brought Marcus Saul. We have Montrez Hero. Two but, point shots are going to win the game because they're easier. <laughs> you know what I? You know what I think? Like that, that kind of that, that separates them though is just like they have that half course. Like a lot of these teams out here. Well, the teams with Joel and B's like Philly, you can throw it down to the block and get. A lot of these teams do not have half-court sets. They don't have stuff they run. They have their best player. They come with a pick-and-roll or they're coming off some. That's why I say you need space. Like, think about back in the day. And I was talking Why about- are they doing that, though, Mike? I'm not saying you're wrong, but why are they doing that? Because they want to shoot. You pick-and-roll with your best player. He goes downhill, and you kick it out. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's and not that's really a half-court set, but everybody's playing like that because they want threes. Right. And that's why I say, like, it damn near got me thinking, like, what the hell was people doing back in the day with, like, non-shooters? Because non-shooters in the league, they stand out. If somebody is shooting 25%, you going to know, like, teams are going to – Kelly Oubre shooting bad, Steph Curry, you about to damn near see three defenders every time you look at the damn rim. Like, we didn't really see that back. Like, when Tony Allen's on the floor, you didn't really think, oh, he can't score like that. Mm-hmm. He's going to take away from them because – I mean, like, it just wasn't bit. like that. You know what I mean? Like, it, was not- a it was a tag. It was a tag. Yeah, they were sagging off of them for sure. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't as crazy as it. Like, now, 
they would have they would have let it be. There was an entire playoff series where the opposing team put their center on Tony Allen, and Facts, they, yeah. who who was that? That was mm. that maybe was the going was that not the Golden State Warriors? And Bogut was Bogut was. Hmm, you might be right. It might have been the Warriors, but they legitimately just put the center on him and was like, if I'm not mistaken, do what the fuck you want to do. Warriors. If I'm not mm. mistaken. Could also have been the Spurs. That sound about right, though. The Warriors do sound right for some reason, but I, I look it up. I look it up. But yeah, I, I mean, I agree with him. Um, and yeah, it's just that. Like, it's nothing wrong with shooting threes, but I think a lot of teams were emulating the Warriors. The Warriors have the greatest shooters ever. So you can't be try to quick to emulate that shit because 95 percent of other teams 98 almost 99 teams don't have Steph and clay so you can't it's like me, me hey the knicks we gonna emulate braun julius you're gonna be our braun he's not fucking lebron so we can't try <laughs> to emulate what the lakers doing because he's just simply not braun i like shooting though but i do think we do and i'm i'm part of it as well we get we get love struck when we see people that can shoot especially big guys and then like what they were breaking down when it's time for them to actually hit the switch and do something that they have to do as a big, you have to go to the open space of the zone. They don't want to do it. Chris Dapps was popping every time, yeah. literally every time. And he, and Kenny DeJuan Smith did say fool's goal because he made a few. And then it's like, oh, but then it's like, the reality is like, nah, just like mm-hmm. on 2K when we play against each other, Mike, and I'll maybe hit a silly ass shot or a shot. I shouldn't tell you like, I'll live with that. Because even though I made it, it's like, I'll live with that shit. Right. You got to keep doing that, buddy. It was so, Bogut. It was Bogut and and the Warriors. Those were some good series. Wow. Those were some good series. We even get on like Miles Turner. Miles Turner literally just stands out and shoots threes on it. Mm-hmm. But I, I think he's been getting better he, though. He's been getting better. He's been think, getting more aggressive. He also has Sabonis down there too, so it would be he would yeah. do it. A, a, a spin move and bump it to some bonus. I clocked that shit. <laughs> like Zion and uh, Stephen Adams. Zion makes a move, and I've literally seen Stephen Adams like in his way. That yeah. shit's atrocious. Mm-hmm. I think I think P like just hit it right on the head, and the key to it is just like the basketball is such a give or take like response feel. It's not like I'm just doing this shit all damn game. You're gonna lose. And you, it was a couple episodes ago, but like. Cantrell was talking about Lamella Ball and just like how he was a step ahead and he was like Trey Young's on me, I'm gonna go post him up. Like it's just simple things like that 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 really show like players that are on that next level and what it takes yeah. to be like, you know, compete at the highest level. That was yeah, my biggest like, we... the Rockets. Mm-hmm. It's like they always went in saying we're just gonna shoot right. X amount of threes. When it's like you're gonna play a team that's gonna say we're not letting you shoot the three like that. So you're going to have to adjust and take what they're giving you. Like James Harden can drive. Why is he just settling? Because that's y'all game plan? No, this team is taking it away. So go get the twos. You yeah. have to get like take what's given. Like that's just that. Yeah, it's the essential uh, elements of basketball. My fault. I'm to see how Zion round up, rounds out his game because he's averaging 23 by just, uh, just getting to the man, man, man already got a thousand points, bro. Yeah. And I'm damn Crazy. sure it was all in the paint too. Hey, don't get your hopes up, Demir. I ain't gonna lie, like what he's doing is impressive and that shit is cool, but like that shit is I don't know. That shit may be kind of like Greek freakish to where it's like it looks good, but like when it comes to putting a team together, they're gonna need specific things. Mm-hmm. And like it's not it's not easy to find a stretch five who's gonna be able to protect the rim and be the back line, you know, base of your defense and things like that. They're gonna have to do that because if not, you're gonna have this where he's on the court with Adams and then it makes it tougher for Ingram and so he, he is doing his thing, but it's definitely like when you think about putting a team together to win games and ultimately. It's, it's, either, it's either that or he has to develop defense. 
so he can run small ball five. But they that, allow I don't know him if that's... to build bad habits already yeah, early. Yeah. Right. It's tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think the one thing that he does has, I think Brandon Ingram is like the perfect dude for right next to him. Like he could take all those crazy shots that he can't make, but I don't know. I, I think that Pelicans have two good ass players to build around with. I think mm-hmm. you, you, you can look at it as everybody else can go out the damn door. You know, I think you really just got to see who fits well next to these two guys for them. Correct. Yep. I feel that. I feel that. But then you got to find out who, like, would they trade Steven Adams? Cause they just gave us that as an extension. I don't know if teams really. Everybody's tradable. We've seen. I'm I'm tired of saying, can this guy yeah. be traded? When we've seen so many forty million dollar contracts just be tossed left and right. Can Chris Paul be traded? Gone. Can Russell Westbrook be moved? Twice. So like, at this point, all these guys are tradable. Only motherfucker who hasn't been traded is Kevin Love. That's he the only be. one. He be sitting on that bitch, sad bro. Yeah, that million is kind of tough, bro. I can see that's that's the only the one. Mess. I think those other guys, though, I feel like teams are more willing to take that risk on them. Would you be willing to take the risk on Kevin Love? I think it kind of depends. Like, not for thirty-one million. You really need that well, yeah. power forward. Kevin Love is not going to impact the game like Chris Paul, or Russell Westbrook, potentially. Even if Westbrook, Westbrook ain't doing what you he what he you thought he would do, when you did get him, you thought he could add this type of thing. That there was a potential that Russell Westbrook can can bring you some type of value. You know, Kevin Love, he's not leading a team. He's not leading OKC to the playoffs because of his floor spacing. You know, yeah. so it's like you're, that's what you would kind of be paying for. So, um, Kevin he's, Love a good, seen, he's a good basketball player, though, man. He is a good he, basketball player. He's not the person I think, like, like you said, he's not that on that Russell where he's like, oh, he's going to lead us or something like that. But if it does get to it, he does get traded. It, it, he seems like a tra- like a trade deadline player. Like, this seems like, you know what? Kevin Love might be that team that put us over that top. He seems like that kind of dude. I always wish he went to Boston for whatever reasons. Boston Celtic fans don't attack me if he's not the ideal guy, but I always Kem- say Kemba for Kevin Love is right there. Right, Kevin Love at the five. Darius Garland gonna be like, <laughs> just when I got it going. <laughs> yeah, no. The, the reason Kevin Love is is maybe in that not unmovable like P said. Anybody's movable, but what makes it hard is that like. He's making thirty-one million to be your fourth best player. Yeah, literally. And then that, that that contracts like, I mean that that like constricts the flexibility you have as a team to continue to build. You know, it's a couple of years on that deal. <laughs> yeah, no, he's, it ain't like it's expiring. It ain't like it's expiring. So he might just be chilling in Cleveland, which is cool because Colin Sexton was on Zach Lowe's podcast and he was talking about how Kevin Love is like teaching him X's and O's and shit like that. So there's value to keeping him with the Cavs. Maybe not for him. He may want to go win a championship, but he signed the extension. So whatever. Hey, K-Love, love. Where are you about to go? Huh? Where are you about to go putting on your shoes? I'm just putting on Ugg. These are house house shoes. These are like my little. I got some Ugg house shoes on too, brother. You know, they just comfortable. I got paint on them though, so I'm not going to show them. My but, feet got a little cold. I ain't going nowhere, Charlie. I'm in the middle of a podcast. What you mean? It's like you just walk away from it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, what else? Did we hit everything? Uh, yeah, I think we did. Unless y'all want to hit a uh, any other topic outside of the NBA that's on y'all mind. Yeah. Anybody got anything on your mind? I think basketball wise, we just killed that. Like, cause yeah. it ain't really much shit. But that's why we are the, to me, the best basketball podcast. Cause. It's shit to talk about this trending. Oh, Kevin Durant, they're having an all-star game. But who else is going to give you all of those uh, extra minutes of Minnesota Timberwolves talk? We just dived into the Cavs a little bit. We just talked about – who did we just talk about? Maybe three talking about somebody. Love. So, you know, three-point so shooting. On this podcast. Yeah. 
Come on, man. The Hornets was picked. Who who talking about the Hornets to be doing anything? We do this oh, shit. I don't have anything. I don't have anything on my mind to talk about outside of basketball. So, um, I don't. I don't think so either. I'm about to get on this my team grind. That's what's on my mind. Definitely I feel that. I feel that. Oh, next it. episode I will be shooting at a hotel, so that'll be different. And I hope that the internet's good because that'll, that'll oh, the whole yeah, definitely need the internet to be good. Yeah, he gonna be like, be bro, we, we be having a, they don't know, but we be doing uh like the interviews with the players, and we'll be getting ready because you know you got to do it like via Skype or Zoom or whatever. They'll be walking around the house trying to find the best <laughs> best place for the internet. And it'd be funny. They be having big ass houses too. They be going through like mm. six rooms, like this good, this good. Yep. Man, yeah, Jam- Jamal Crawford took us to like nine fucking rooms until we found the perfect lighting. Yeah, be the lighting. It'd be the lighting more than anything. When I be doing a house HOH house party, be like that. Like they'd be like, "That's fine, but can you turn it to where the sun is hitting you?" <laughs> and the artists be like, every artist say the same thing. Oh, you want me to turn it? <laughs> like like you emails like. D-Mills, what you doing? What am I doing? <laughs> the artist is the same thing. Oh, you want me to turn it? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that shit, though. We got Pooh Shicey next week. Mm, Mike just told me to download his album. I did. I did. Shicey season. Get online, mm. though. We'll see y'all uh, on Tuesday. Peace. Peace out.